Hello, welcome to YMCA Exeter Radio, the uh, little podcast where we talk about life both uh, inside and uh, around uh, YMCA Exeter. My name is Andy and I'm uh, the host of this little uh, slice of chat, I guess. Uh, Coming up, we are going to have uh, the Tennessee Beat of the Week as uh, well as uh, the Thoughtful Week from Jerry. But before all that, let's have a quick chat about all things COVID. So let's talk about the Omicron variant of uh, COVID-19. Now, what does this mean that it's a variant? And uh, more importantly, why is it or what does it mean uh, that it's been designated a variant of concern? Well, personally, I, I think the last kind of variant of concern was probably the Delta variant, otherwise known as the Kent variant, which is what was uh, talked a lot about uh, just before Christmas last year and at the start of this year, uh, which I guess is uh, a big deal, I I presume. I'm probably best to point out I'm not an expert in these things at all. Um, But what uh, the press and the politicians and scientists are saying is that it's uh, more transmissible, which is possibly the reason why uh, people are worried. And uh, therefore, there's uh, been a few things put in uh, place. The main one is that from Tuesday this week, so from Tuesday the 30th of November, Face masks will be mandatory again in shops and on public transport in England, which basically brings the country in line with uh, places like Scotland and Wales. Uh, Secondary school teachers and pupils will also be advised to wear masks in communal spaces. I believe that may well apply to college and university as well. Um, If you go along to those places probably best to bring a mask with you and look out for signage and well to be perfectly blunt you might want to put your mask on anyway there are some changes uh, around the rules of self-isolation and uh, basically that anyone who's identified as contact of someone who has been confirmed to have the omicron uh, variant will have to isolate for 10 days and that's regardless of vaccination status. Um, In the past, if uh, you've been vaccinated and you've been in contact with someone with COVID-19, the situation would have been different. Now, it doesn't matter if you've um, been double jabbed, you need to uh, isolate for 10 days. There are also some extra rules around... um, um, like foreign travel, like particularly coming into the UK, um, basically needing to isolate until they have a negative PCR test. And that is basically it for the rules. Um, there's some comments here about vaccinations. Uh, quoting Professor Chris Ritty, who is the scientist bloke you may see on uh, the briefings from Darren Street. Um, but, yeah, 
so to quote him, he says that there are quite extensive mutations on spike protein, which is an important part of the virus. The, the reason that it is important is because that is the bit that the that all the vaccines are against, and indeed which most natural immunity is against. He said uh, there is a reasonable chance that at least there will be some degree of vaccine escape with this variant. Which my take on it is. Yes, whilst there is some concern about how efficient the vaccine will be, no one is saying that the vaccine is useless. Nobody is saying not to get the vaccine and it doesn't matter if you have a vaccine or not. They're simply saying there's a chance that it won't be as efficient as compared to other variants. I'm just having a quick scroll down my... uh, uh, so the, the website I found, I'm um, looking at the Huffington Post website for this. Uh, yeah, there's there's some question marks over how severe it is. I, yeah, a lot of people I've read so far um, are saying that people who have it, it tends to be more mild. But... There hasn't been sufficient field research yet. So it's very early days. Um, to, again, to create the website, to uh, understanding the level of severity of the Omicron variant will take days to several weeks. Personally, I don't want to be a guinea pig um, to find out how severe it is. So I prefer to take uh, precautions to avoid catching it myself. Uh Yeah, unclear how seriously the variant will impact the UK. And uh, yeah, again, it's uh, this article talks about the vaccines. I, yeah, I personally feel the most important thing to do at the moment is just to take the same precautions that we've been taking throughout this pandemic. Obviously, the headline is don't forget your masks when you go out onto public transport or into the shops or indeed if you're going into an educational setting that requires uh, mask wearing. Obviously, if you've got any questions, uh, please don't hesitate to ask. Don't hesitate to uh, speak to people. Don't hesitate to, you know, do a little bit of research. Get feedback from different um websites from different groups of people and uh, yeah just keep taking good care of yourselves now i think we're going to uh, shift the tone a little bit and talk about uh tensing management in uh, this week's tensing beat of the week Welcome to this week's Tenancy Beat of the Week. This is a super quick podcast where we take one bit of managing your tenancy and try to squeeze it down to 60-ish seconds or less. This week we are looking at uh, things to check before you move into your new home. One thing to look out for and can be easily missed is if there are any rules around smoking, pets and bills. In regards to smoking and pets, check to see if there are any rules about them as well for other things such as uh, keeping a bike, dealing with rubbish and recycling. In regards to bills, 
Pacheco is responsible for bills such as electricity, gas, water and council tax and things like internet and TV license. Is it you or the landlord? Usually the tenant pays for these. So if you are the person moving in, usually it will be you responsible for paying for a lot of those things. Hope that helps. Have a good week. Now, before we disappear, I would just like to uh, remind you of Skill Check for Gaming Wellbeing podcast, which uh, does not just feature my voice, but there's also Zach around as well, who is my very esteemed co-host. Together, we talk about games we've played that week, games we would like to play, as well as gaming news. Uh, Look out for Skill Check from YMCA Exeter on all good podcast providers. And now... Here's Jerry's fourth for week, and it's a goodbye from me. Take care. Uh, this is a poem by John Betterman, who was a once poet laureate. Um, it's called The Diary of a Church Mouse. It's quite well known. And John Betterman writes about England and the English, and often in a very sort of stim- simple kind of rhyming structure. Um, this is quite a long poem, but it's quite easy to listen to, hopefully. And... Um, Betterman always writes with a with a bit of mischief or a bit of humour um, in his poems. So um, give it a try and uh, see how you get on with The Diary of a Church Mouse by John Betterman. Here among long discarded cassocks, stamp stools and half-split open hassocks, here where the vicar never looks, I nibble through old service books. Lean and alone I spend my days behind this Church of England bays. I share my dark forgotten room with two oil lamps and half a broom. The cleaner never bothers me, so here I eat my frugal tea. My bread is sawdust mixed with straw. My jam is polished from the floor. Christmas and Easter may be feasts for congregations and for priests, and so may Whitson all the same. They do not fill my meagre frame. For me, the only feast at all is autumn's harvest festival, when I can satisfy my want with ears of corn around the font. I climb the eagle's brazen head to burrow through half a loaf of bread. I scramble up the pulpit stair and gnaw the marrows hanging there. It is enjoyable to taste these items ere they go to waste. But how annoying when one finds that other mice with pagan minds come into church my food to share who have no proper business there. Two field mice who have no desire to be baptised invade the choir, and large and most unfriendly rat comes in to see what we are at. He says he thinks there is no God, and yet he comes. It's rather odd. This year he stole the sheaf of wheat. It screened our special preacher's seat. And prosperous mice from fields away come in to hear the organ play, and under cover of its notes ate through the altar's sheaf of oats. A low church mouse who thinks that I am too papistical and high, yet somehow doesn't think it wrong to munch through harvest even song, while I, who starve the whole year through, must share my food with rodents who, except at this time of year, not once inside the church appear. Within the human world I know such goings-on, not to be so, for human beings only do what their religion tells them to. 
they read the Bible every day and always night and morning pray. And just like me, the good church mouse, worship each week in God's own house. But all the same, it's strange to me how very full the church can be with people I don't see at all, except at Harvest Festival.